and welcome to Myth Monsters. My name is Erin and I'll be your host for these little snack bite-sized podcasts on folklore and mythical monsters from around the world. These podcasts focus on the actual cryptids, folklore and mythic monsters from global mythology, rather than focusing on the full stories of heroes and their big adventures. I'll also be dropping in some references that they have to recent culture, and where you can see these represented in modern day content so that you can learn more and get as obsessed as I am about these absolute legends of the mythological world. The intro to this week is just a little tune I've put together based on this monster. I'm a believer, I can leave... I'm joking, it's an old school Aaron podcast joke, but we're... I won't put you for it, I won't do that anymore. I'm so, so glad we've finally got to this one in our episode list, so let's just get on with it. If you've been on the internet for more than 10 years, you would have most likely guessed what monster we are covering today just from my little intro song. But we are looking at the terrifying ogre this week, which is one I've been looking forward to for the last year because I love Shrek. But I'm not just going to talk about everyone's favourite animated ogre for the episode, don't worry. I am going to talk about actual ogres from European folklore. Ogres are described as giant, hideous humanoid monsters, with mostly human features, but they were considered extremely ugly, but they would have big beards, big bellies like any good dad bod out there. They would have discoloured skin, a much larger head in comparison to their body, an immense strength and unsatiable appetite, especially for human flesh. Sometimes they were depicted as having big old tusks or piercings, traditionally looking more like orcs or giants, but in the oldest folklore, Ogres were basically just big, kind of sick-looking people who also ate people. They apparently, according to one story, can also shapeshift into different animals, but this is just one story, and I'm not sure how in line with the rest of the monster this is, but I'll tell you the story later and you can make up your own mind. Now, I imagine you are probably thinking of a green, trumpeted Scot who eats snails and eyes for a living, and actually this is just all wrong according to the folklore. Although, I think they may have just been kind of childified, they weren't horrified by what ogres really ate. And I hate to say this, but ogres really do not have layers. I am sorry, this whole episode of Shrek puns, I'm not even slightly ashamed. But they had not really any special powers, and they weren't bored of any weird mixes of magical races. They were just big, strong, and cannibalistic. That's about it, to be honest, in terms of description, they are a little bit boring. Now if we move on to etymology, the word ogre actually comes from the name of the Etruscan god Orcus, who was the god of the underworld in Roman mythology. Now, what I hear you're screaming at me through this audio description is Erin, the Roman god of the underworld is Pluto, much like the planet. And you are not wrong, but there was another. You might not have even heard of Etruscan mythology, but actually it's another type of Italian mythology, and it's a really ancient one at that, dating back to 900 BC. Orcus was a hideous giant who ruled over the underworld and fed on human flesh, so it only makes sense that ogres are named after him, and the French word for ogre is urger. From this, we just kind of adopted this across English-speaking countries in the EU. I know that I said last week that they were based in Britain, 
I will get back to this later on, I swear. I will justify this. But they did originally come from France, as the earliest mention of ogres is within a French poem, Perceval les Contes de Graal, by Christian de Troyes in 12th century. I'm not going to read it in French, as it's just not my jam. If it was in German, I would definitely give it a go, but I'm not going to even try French. Even the title just then was a little bit much. But here's the English translation of this verse. And it is written, he will come again, to all the realms of Logas, which was formerly land of ogres, and destroy them with that lance. Now, I did say I would get back to why I said they were from the UK. This is because although they were of a French origin monster, they were actually roaming the British Isles rather than France itself. They were most likely seen on the moors of Cornwall and Scotland than they were of Brittany or Lille. Ogres are actually, as you can probably tell, a little bit missed out in folklore. Their descriptions are quite vague, and being an ogre now just mostly relates to someone being a slob, or just someone being a pretty vile person overall. However, they were the inspiration for so many fantasy monsters we know of today. Apparently, Tolkien loved the idea of ogres and used them as the base of his Urukai in Middle-earth. Born of fire and steel, they were very much based on the idea of a violent, warmongering monster who fed on human or, I suppose, hobbit flesh. However, we do also think that ogres were inspired by some other mythical beasts, such as the Jotnar from Norse mythology. I did an episode on these not too long ago if you want to check it out. But these frost giants very much cover the ogre description, but they're just cold instead. Another is the monster Grendel from the epic poem Beowulf. Sometimes it's believed that he was an ogre, other times he's a monster on his own namesake. Grendel is kind of his own category of monster. But lastly, there's Og from biblical folklore, who was certainly described as an ogre, but more in how vile he was. However, if you listened to the last week's episode on the Nephilim, you'll remember that I did say these two monsters were linked, and Og is how. He was an Amorite king, which if you did listen, do remember, is a type of giant, and sometimes thought of as Nephilim. Now if you didn't listen to last week's episode, that's absolutely fine. Nephilim are the offspring of angels and humans and or demons, that's generally their thing. But in Og's case, he was most likely just an ogre, rather than a Nephilim himself, so that's pretty fun. Ogres were also used in a load of folklore tales. They mostly feature in Puss in Boots, actually, which is kind of weird, because if we go back to Shrek, not a single feature of an ogre is in Puss in Boots the movie or the TV series. The ogre in the actual Puss in Boots story, though, was a king, and when Puss in Boots went to see him about a land dispute, funnily enough, the ogre transforms into a lion to scare him. But the very tricksy cat then confuses the ogre and makes him turn into a mouse, which then he promptly gobbles up. Also, it's debated whether the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk is also an ogre, based on his eating habits, you know, grind your bones to make your bread, all that jazz. They make a joke about it in Shrek, as always. But again, it's not explicitly mentioned, so we're just not that sure, and they are just so similar, it's hard to tell them apart. Now, for real-life reasons as to why these might exist in folklore, the only real thing is of a couple of medical conditions such as Prader-Willi syndrome, acromyalgi, or even just normal gigantism. 
These conditions back in the 20th century were certainly going to be hard for the general population to understand or accept with limited medical knowledge and experience. So this might be a reason as to why ogres exist in mythology, I suppose. Maybe these people were pushed out, maybe murdered, maybe considered ogres because of their behaviours, which were based on their conditions. We just don't know. But really, the only people who are ogres are those who act like it. So in theory, a lot of ogres exist now. And if someone calls you an ogre, that is not a nice thing. Now, on to cultural significance, which is, of course, what everyone's waiting for in this episode. For art, have a look at Norandino and Lucina Discovered by the Ogre by Giovanni Lanfranco from 1624, Decline Dalby by Alexander Zick from around 1880, or, to be honest, any of the artwork involving ogres in Gustave Doré's work from 1862, which are where the original Puss in Boots story has all of its illustrations. I really recommend looking into them. They are gorgeous. I would also really recommend looking over some independent art this week too. There are some really cool D&D inspired, World of Warcraft inspired art pieces that are just really awesome to look at. They are absolutely incredible. Bin movies, we have a few like Ella Enchanted, The Hobbit, Pan's Labyrinth, The Spiderwick Chronicles and Time Bandits. Now, we obviously do have to talk about Shrek here. (laughs) So the Shrek franchise is really responsible for bringing ogres into the mainstream back in 2001 with the first film. They were the reason that DreamWorks Animation became so big. The only thing they had done before that was The Prince of Egypt, which on its own is its own amazing film, but it didn't do very well. So Shrek is amazing for animation. It went on to go and have three other films, games, TV spin-offs, and even a ride in Universal, and a whole adventure experience in London's South Bank. It truly is a encapsulation of folklore coming into the modern media. It's fantastic. I absolutely adore it, and they're fantastic films. For TV, though, we have Doctor Who, Once Upon a Time, Special Unit 2, Wheel of Time, Wakfu, The Adventures of the Gummy Bears, and Adventure Time. In video games, we have actually quite a few as usual. We have Fallout, God of War, Warcraft, Elder Scrolls, EverQuest, Guild Wars, King's Bounty, RuneScape, Puzzle Quest, Pokemon, Ogre Battle, Warlords Battlecry, Warhammer, Wakfu, Dofu, Pillars of Eternity, The Witcher 3, World of Warcraft, Tuhu Project, Tales of Majal, Quake, Final Fantasy, Heroes of Might and Magic, Dwarf Fortress, Dragon Age, Dungeon Crawl, Darkest Dungeon 2, and Arcanum of Steamworks and Magic Obscura. There are so many here, but my recommendation are always going to be WoW, because duh. But also, if you can get your hands on the Shrek 2 game, which was on Game Boy Advance, Oh my god, it was such a good game, it was so hard. But lastly, have a look at Dofu and Wakfu. If you're into turn-based games, it's French, it's amazing. There's a family favourite of mine when I was growing up. My parents absolutely love it. My book recommendation this week, though, is that of Breverton's Phantasmagoria, a compendium of monsters, myths and legends by Terry Breverton, which has a load of our monsters in and is just a fab book overall. But honestly, just watch Shrek. That's all you need on Ogres. That's all I'm going to say. Now it's time for Do I Think They Existed? It's kind of an interesting one for this one. 
There is so, so, so much modern content around ogres, and this usually helps back up belief of the myth. And we do know that giant people did exist once, right? I mean, Andre the Giant is a perfect example of that, and he was wonderful. But I am going to say no on this one. I just do not see it happening, I'm afraid. Although, look, I understand that as well as all the modern media, they're in a lot of cultures folklore, very much like Cyclops, which are the same. They're in a lot of films, TV, and are across multiple mythologies across the world. But we can't really say that one-eyed giants existed, right? Right? Anyway, I think the argument is that there were some potentially violent, possibly vulnerable people who were slightly larger than most back in the Middle Ages, and maybe that frightened some townsfolk, and that's literally my only explanation. Or potentially, as I said, a real-life medical condition such as Prader Willy, which accelerates growth, causes learning disabilities. It's more than possible that in the medieval period, people with these conditions were treated horribly, so I wouldn't put it past folklore to create a creature for this, and it's just horrendous. Even someone who was overly tall got myths made up about them, so it is very much a plausible idea. But what do you think? Did ogres roam the earth? Let me know on Twitter, I would love to hear. I am so glad we got to cover this one. It was such a fun episode. And to be honest, what person in the world doesn't want to talk about Shrek for 15 minutes? I mean, that's the dream, right? That was truly my childhood, at least. Shrek was, I mean, it came out in 2001 when I was, gosh, uh, seven? So very much my kind of thing. I grew up with it, absolutely adore it, and could possibly quote the entire movie. So, you know, that's just how I spent my childhood. And I'm pretty sure everyone around the same age as me is the same. So I'll, I'll take that. Next week, though, we're heading over to South America to look at a cryptid for the first time in a little while, actually. And looking at the terrifying El Guero. If you've never heard of this one, you are truly in for a wild ride. Come trenching into the swamps again with me next Thursday. But for now, thank you so much for listening. It's always an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a rating on the service you are listening on. I've got the Twitter for any questions or suggestions on what monsters to cover next. And I'd really love to hear from you. The social media handles for TikTok, YouTube and Instagram are Myth Monsters Podcast. And the Twitter is MythMonstersPod. But all of our content can always be found at MythMonsters.co.uk and you can find us on Good Pods and Patreon if you want to help me fund the podcast, you know, if you feel like it. Also, just a note, if you're in the UK and into podcasts or you're a podcaster yourself, I will be attending Wednesday 25th, the podcast show in London at the Business Centre in Angel. If you are around, I would really, really love to meet up and say hello. I've got some stickers, which is really lame, but I'm very excited to just do some networking with people. But if you're around, please try and find me. You are not going to miss me. I am a bright ginger-haired lady with lots of tattoos. You literally will not miss me. So please, if you're there, let me know. I would love to meet up with you. But come join the fun. Share this with your pals. They might love me as much as you do. But for now, stay spooky. And I'll see you later, babes. <laughs> <laughs>